from the Arcadia Valley Thanksgiving Tournament. Jared Pennis Glenberry with you. We'll get the starting lineups momentarily. We are about a minute into this when it's 2-0 South Iron, the top seed, leading Lesterville, the eighth seed. With it, it is Lesterville on the near side. That's Tyson Boyer had it knocked away by Ty Harlow, who moves over from West County last year. Harlow effective for South Iron so far through the preseason. Kick out to the far side. Boyer's got it again now to the wing. It's stripped, and that'll be the first toner over by either side, an outlet for Marquise Burse. He'll take it to the lane, can't hit, but he is fouled. So Burse going to the line to shoot two, and the foul is going against Tyson Boyer. We'll get the uh, starting lineups now, Glenn Berry, if you want to take that away for the starting, or for the uh, starters. All right, for the Lesterville Bearcats, they are 0-1. They uh, start Tyson Boyer, the 6-foot sophomore. Cole Hasty, a 6'4 senior. They've got Gerald Jackson, a 5'10 freshman. Isaiah Toomey, a 6'3 junior. And Aaron Walker, a 6'3 senior. For the uh, South Iron Panthers, this is their first game of the year. Ty Harlow, the 5'9 junior. Sawyer Huff, the junior, is uh, 6'2". And uh, we've got Marquise Burst, the senior at 6'3". Hunter Huff, the senior at 6'3". And Will Malone is a 6'0 senior. And Marquise Burst goes 0 for 2 on those free throws. For stat keeping purposes. We, we saw Marquise Burst last year. And at, at times when we saw them, I felt like he was just, you know, at times really, really good. And other times, a little inconsistent. Here's a three from the right wing. That one shot by Isaiah Toomey wouldn't fall, and Burst has the rebound. He'll come out of the backcourt and get it to Ty Harlow to set the offense wide open in the corner. Far side, Sawyer Huff. He'll hop step to the paint, put it off glass, and Huff's got all four points so far for South Iron. What a nice little pass by Harlow to Huff. Yeah, Harlow's going to fit in good well uh, here, I think. He's got that uh, eye for the court. Here's an interior feed to the paint just in front of us, and getting his team on the board, Cole Hasty will put Lesterville up. They're now down by two, four to two. Harlow's got it to burst at the right wing. He'll unload from perimeter, can't hit. And the rebound collected by Aaron Walker. Lesterville coming towards us. South Iron going away from us. We're seated on the stage. That's what it's called Yeah. here at Arcadia Valley High School. Dribble through the paint, then a little hump step as Tyson Boyer, but a ball is knocked away, so no turnover. Lesterville wearing the black uniforms. Striping down the side of the jersey, it's red, emblazoned in white and black. Wording on the front, Lesterville, arched over the number, white trimmed in red with the numbers on the front and back, the same color. South Iron in the white uniforms. South Iron on the front, arched, there's a travel and a turnover as Aaron Walker collected, took too many steps before a dribble and drive. That's two turnovers now for Lesterville. South Iron's jerseys, the sharp ones, the ones they've won the championship in before, Warding on the front, South Iron, arched over the number in maroon with black trim. The number's on the front and back, maroon, black trim. A maroon striped on the side, emblazoned in black as well. South Iron's got it on perimeter for Brady Crom. Ty Harlow, a deep three, and he hits. Wow. We saw him do that last year at West County. In fact, he, he kind of helped propel that West County team into the championship game last year. And despite losing one of their better players late, they still uh, won that championship. Great keep in at the line by Walker. Three from the near side. That was Carter St. Jim. It wouldn't fall on the rebound. Marquise Burst. He'll come out of the backcourt and have it knocked away, but he collects it with the dribble. Layup good and the foul. That's kind of what I was talking about before. Marquise sometimes gets a little slow out of the gate, or sometimes you just kind of lose him for a little bit, but then all of a sudden he just fires up, and then, you know, Katie barred the door. Who knows what's going to happen? Currently 9-2. to Burst trying to make this traditional three-point play good. He's 0 for 2 on his first trip. He'll hit that one. 
Three-point play good. It's 10-2 in favor of the Panthers wearing the white and maroon. The black, red, and white in Lesterville. They're coming out of the backcourt. Little angle by Boyer as he collects. It runs right into the brick wall that is Hunter Huff. Here's a three straight on from Jarrell Jackson that wouldn't fall. And Ty Harlow picks up a rebound. He'll come out of the backcourt of the near side. Bounce pass to a posting up Caden Sylvie. He'll lose it. Kick it outside for three from Brady Crum. That's airballed and caught by Orion. Check that. It's Isaiah Toomey. Toomey picks up his dribble at the left wing. Now between the circles for Tyson Boyer into the left wing again, this time for Jarrell Jackson. Got it back up top for Boyer to set up the offense. I'm looking for a shot clock, Glenn. We're in the high school side. There's no shot clock. They're not <laughs> sure what I was looking at. Here's St. Jim, head of the arc, now between the circles with the crossover dribble. Got it to the near side for Jarrell Jackson into the corner for Tyson Boyer on the left side. Boyer takes it to the wing. He'll probe in. Might have got away with the walk, but it's knocked away either way. Turnover no matter what as Brady Crumb steals. And out of the backcourt, Ty Harlow to the left wing. That's a deep three, Sawyer Huff. That wouldn't fall. Offensive rebound, Hunter Huff. We fight for it. Oh, no. One, one official says held ball. One says a travel. What are they going to go with? It looks like they're going to go with the arrow. So the inbound for South Iron. And a timeout called by Lesterville. We'll step aside with them. It's a 30-second timeout, 10-2, to 2, with 3.27 to go, quarter number one on KFMO. Do you struggle with removing pet hair from clothes? Now, Maytag offers a complete laundry solution engineered for homes with pets. The Pet Pro option lifts and captures pet hair from clothes in both the washer and the dryer. Shop Maytag Top Load Laundry today at Fisher Furniture in Ironton and conquer pet hair like a pro. Fisher Furniture, Highway 21 in Ironton. It's currently 10-2. The score favors South Iron. Two fouls on Lesterville, none on the Panthers. Inbound right of the lane. Ty Harlow will throw it in as the Panthers have it out of the timeout. West County making their way to the floor. They will play next, the 2-7 matchup. we got a long pause because their cheerleaders are walking across the gym. New rule here at the high school level, Glenn. Not sure if you've heard or have seen that it's now five fouls for bonus on the high school side per quarter, like the Mineral Area Lady Cardinals at the NJCAA level. And I also saw there's no more one-on-ones uh, this correct. year. Brandon Hubbard, uh, the official, posted that one day on Facebook, and I got to reading up about that a little bit. So forget the one-on-ones and 5,000. It's a bonus. Harlow's got it at the left corner. Bounce pass to the low baseline. Brady Crum into your feed to Bar- Marquise Burse. Foul coming. The shot won't count. It's on the floor. And it's going against Tyson Boyer. That's his second. Well, mm. I would think if you look at this, uh, we- or this uh, South Iron team, they appear to be a lot deeper than Lesterville. So foul trouble could be a lot of trouble for Lesterville if they start to lose some of their starters. Inbound to burst. Dared to take the three from the corner, and he hits it. <laughs> well, you can't leave him wide open like that. The 6'3 senior will make you pay. It's 13-2 South Iron. Lesterville trapped in the backcourt through full man pressure. It's going to force a turnover as stealing as Sawyer Huff. Got it to burst. Righty layup is good through contact. No whistle. Burst has eight in the game already. Still 2.56 to go in the first quarter. It's 15-2. Four turnovers right now, and that press is really giving Lesterville some trouble. 
Lesterville's got to get across the timeline. A wild shot to nobody, but Hasty was there. Three from the right wing this time for Lesterville. That was Carter St. Jim. It wouldn't fall. An offensive rebound for Cole Hasty, and he's fouled, and he'll go to the line. Well, every time you see this uh, uh, Lesterville ball club come down the floor, they get one shot, and that's about it. They're not getting the uh, offensive rebounds and turning it around, kicking it back out. They seem to get one shot, and that's it as the first free throw goes down for Cole Hasty, But uh, the uh, second shot not coming is going to hurt them all that long. Hasty's good on the pair. It's 15-4. to four. Ty Harlow out of the backcourt to the right corner this time for Sawyerhuff. He'll unload, miss everything. Will Malone with an offensive rebound. Kick to the corner on the left side. Brady Crum got it to burst between the circles for Ty Harlow. Two and a half to play. That was burst. Now back to Harlow. Straight on three. It's good. Ty Harlow. And you'd mentioned him coming up big for West County last year. And even with a depleted roster, he was one of the key parts in getting to the Class 3 state quarterfinal. Yeah, he actually had a great postseason last year as an almost another turnover here as South Iron is really putting on the pressure. Harlow came over here to this uh, tournament and was just shooting lights out, especially in the first two rounds. In the championship game, you might remember Caden Merrill got hurt that night, and when he got hurt, Ty Harlow, I think, kind of went a little cold as well, and that game wound up being a lot closer, but uh, West County pulled it out. Here's Tyson Boyer on perimeter at the left wing. Got it between the circles now for Carter St. Jim. Into your feet. It's picked off and stolen by Will Malone. He'll come out of the backcourt. Oh, slip and fall and roll his ankle. Oh, that looked ugly. And we're gonna, are we going to get an injury timeout? He's still on the floor. It looked like he might have hyperextended an ankle or maybe a knee. He's up to his feet, not putting much weight on one of his legs. It looks like it's his left. He's up, though, and we will see a substitution. Hunter Huff will check into the game. Will Malone still trying to walk it off. That would be a tough loss for South Iron. It, do my eyes deceive me, or is this a new floor? I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> it's a new floor. The lights are the brightest lights I've ever seen. Yeah. I, it blinded me when I walked in. That, that was the second thing I was going to ask. Is there a new floor or new lights or a combination of the two? Pretty sure it's a new floor. I haven't had the chance to ask Tara Lamb. Here's a deep three from the near corner, or the left corner, rather. That wouldn't fall. Shooting it was Aaron Walker, the rebound for South Iron. And it'll be lost out of bounds on the opposite side of the floor, but it'll stay Panthers ball. Well, you're looking at the score right now. It's 18-4. to four. Two points from the field, two points from the free throw line. All four points coming from Cole Hasty. They're 0 for everything else. It'll be Ty Harlow to inbound right of the lane. He'll get it into the right corner all alone. Sawyer Huff, he'll unload and get nothing but nylon. Huff's got seven. It's 21 to four, 90 seconds left in quarter number one. Out of the backcourt, Isaiah Toomey. He'll find a man all alone. Carter St. Jim, he'll unload from the left wing. Can't hit, and it's rebounded by South Iron. And a player that is uh, not on my roster will get that for you momentarily. As Lesterville's got it on the left wing again. Poked away by Harlow. He'll try and strip it, but Jarrell Jackson was right there, and he'll control with it. A minute left to go in quarter number one. Back to the near side for Cole Hasty. He'll try and lob it into the paint for Jackson, but it's stolen by Hunter Huff. And out of the backcourt, here's South Iron. Back up top for Sawyer Huff to Ty Harlow. That's an NBA range three. That's good. Ty Harlow from the left wing. If he can hit that, no one's stopping him. Yeah, if he hits that all night long, that's going to spread that offense or that defense out as much as possible and create even more opportunities. Here's a foul coming against South Iron. It'll be their second. It's going on Wyatt Funk, his first. 
Ty Harlow checking out. Marquise Burse still on the floor, or comes back onto the floor. Inbound finds Brady Crum. He'll unload from the far side, can't hit. The rebound collected by Hunter Huff, and he'll get it to Marquise Burse as South Iron works out of the backcourt to Sawyer Huff. On the left wing this time, he'll hit from that corner. Well, you know, sometimes three-point shooters like their spot. Huff might like the corners. That's Sawyer Huff. He's got two triples. 27-4 with 10 seconds to go. On the near side, Jim. Pump fake. Drives in. That's St. Jim. Rather his shot missed everything. Marquise burst the other way. At the half-court line with three seconds on. Going coast-to-coast. Reverse layup. It's good. And that'll do it in quarter number one. Marquise Burst has 10 in the first quarter. 27-4 as we send you to the first quarter break. When we come back, the second quarter. Man, what a first quarter for South Iron. Hi folks, John Robinson, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's finally here, the Black Friday sales event, the biggest sales event of the year. We have trucks over $10,000 off, Jeeps that are up to 15% off, you name it, everything's on sale. Big savings, good selection of vehicles. What you need to do is come in today, take a test drive, we'll take it from there. Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro system. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle, while the XL lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Fisher Furniture in Ironton today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro system works. Fisher Furniture, Highway 21 in Ironton. 29 to 4 as we begin quarter number two. Lesterville and South Iron, Jared Pettis and Glenn Berry. Those are the two on the floor and the two on the seats up here calling the game. And it is a new floor. I just noticed there's a logo on the far side in front of the Lesterville bench. It says Home of the Thanksgiving Tournament, established in 1927. Wow. That'll be something in 2027 when it reaches its 100th year. Yeah, that will be pretty cool. And I know Actually, it'll be 2026. I, I talked to a few people this week about this tournament. They were like, yeah, I remember growing up in Lesterville or growing up around this area, and we always went to the Thanksgiving tournament. And I was asking Dusty Dinkins of the pregame show. He said he played in it. It's just something that around here, everybody, it's in their blood. Yeah. Here's a turnover by Lesterville, and South Iron will inbound. We've played 20 seconds of the quarter. No score yet, 29-4. If you know anything about Annapolis and, and what the highway used to be like going into Annapolis, I actually traveled that one night on a uh, Thanksgiving night to watch a championship game with South Iron in it, and I thought it was going to die. Oh, my goodness. South Iron's got it on an offensive trip. Wild pass up top. That number three, that's Hayden Hunter. He was listed as number 11. Dusty Dinkins with a timeout. We'll step aside with him, 29-4. to You're listening to the Thanksgiving Tournament on AM 1240 KFMO. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the Missouri way of life. We're for worrying less about the what-ifs and more about the why-nots. We're for checking off your bucket list and then making a new one. We're starting a family, a business, a tradition. And if you find yourself starting over, we're here for that too. We're for building a life in Missouri and then going out and living it. And when it comes to making sure everything you've built is protected, we're for you. If you've recently had a life event, call me, Rebecca McClanahan, your Missouri Farm Bureau insurance agent, and we'll make sure you have the coverage you need. 7.09 to go in the first half. We're in quarter number two. Jared Pettis, Glenn Berry out of the timeout. South Iron still with the lead. We've played nearly a minute in this second quarter, and no score has changed. 29-4 still. 
I was going to tell the listeners who weren't uh, who heard the first part of that story didn't hear us on the off uh, the radio here uh, that old highway between Annapolis and uh, Ironton used to be as crooked as they say as a dog's hind leg, <laughs> and uh, my cousin drove me up here one night on a ice storm. No look feed to the left corner. That shot wouldn't fall for Sawyerhuff, but we get a foul under the basket. Oh, no, we don't get a foul, rather. Instead, it's knocked out of bounds by Lesterville on the rebound attempt. Well, the way they were acting, they looked like they were <laughs> consoling him for fouling him, but I guess they didn't call it. Wyatt Funk inbounds to Marquise Burris. Hop step through the lane. Can't hit. Try to get his own rebound. It's still loose, and Tyson Boyer going to get it after it was slapped to him by Aaron Walker. Boyer out of the backcourt to Jarrell Jackson on the right side of the floor in the offensive territory. Here's a righty floater that falls for Tyson Boyer. The foul, and we're going to get an and one. Well, Lesterville needed that. Yes, they're down 29-4 to right now. It'll be 29-6 when they put the two points on. And hopefully you can get the third point out of this uh, traditional three-pointer. But they're going to need a heck of a lot more. And uh, even Tyson Boyer, after hitting that shot, must have taken a shot in the mouth as he reaches up to grab his lip. 29-6 the score. First two points from somebody other than Cole Hasty. The and one wouldn't fall for Tyson Boyer, and it's rebounded by South Iron's Ty Harlow. Quickly to Marquise Burst at the left wing. An offensive trip for the Panthers. Reverse layup wouldn't fall for Burst, and he's going to the line to shoot two. Well, Burst has got the uh, energy going right now. Once he kind of gets into that zone, he is almost impossible to stop, especially for a team that's trying to find itself right now. He will find those holes in their defense and exploit them as much as possible. Foul is on Aaron Wonker, his first and the team's first of the quarter. Burst hits on the first free throw here. He's got 11. He is two out of four from the free throw line. He is three out of four from the field and one for three from three. Second one. It's good for Burst. I'd be ashamed if he doesn't miss another one in this game, another free throw shot. <laughs> and he was missed his first two. He's going to block this shot and take it away. Burst coast to coast with the lay-in with the right hand. And Burst has 14. Make it 33-6. to six. That's another turnover on the Lesterville side. That's eight so far here in this first half. Picking up the dribble, Isaiah Toomey and Ty Harlow steals after the pass was telegraphed to Aaron Walker. Harlow down low, bursts off glass, good in the foul. Great job that time as the uh, steal came and they brought it down the floor. Ty Harlow found the guy, that is Marquise Burst, going down the left side, cutting toward the basket. Burst made a little spin move, turned around and laid it up off the back glass. Jared, I've talked to so many young basketball players, and I keep trying to emphasize this. You watch the really great players, how many layups in a game that they make. You know, yeah, LeBron James will shoot one that looks unbelievable, but look at, uh, you know, Jordan and all these guys. They get down low, up off the glass and in. And those are, you take free throws, or not free throws, rather layups for granted. You, You don't often see them a lot at the NBA level, especially nowadays, but Whenever they're there, you, you see it, and you're like, okay, if they can do it, I can do it. Now, I say that, but there's no way I can do it, especially <laughs> with four other guys around me. Not Le- unless I'm playing a uh, five-foot-and-under <laughs> league or something. Lesterville's got it on the right corner for, that was Cole Hasty. He'll send it up top now for Carter St. Jim. He'll hand it off, though, to Isaiah Toomey. Fight through pressure from Burst and lose it out of bounds, but Burst touch it last. 5.18 to go in the second quarter, 36-6. Glenn, at what point in the game would you consider three fouls at this point foul trouble? 
Well, in this game right now, with it being 38 or 36 to 6 right now, three fouls could be a problem for Lesterville, but not necessarily for South Iron. Well, they got two as a team in this quarter, but three for Tyson Boyer. I, I guess we're, are we early enough in the second quarter where three is still foul trouble? Well, I guess you could possibly do that. I mean, you're looking at a team right now that's probably, by looking at the score, probably not coming back to win this. So do you just let them keep on playing, or do you set him down, let him get a breath a little bit, and try to show them what it's like? Okay, hey, we need to work this like it's a regular close game and see what happens. Score, that's a good question, though. Score is 36-6 to six currently. We're into a timeout. We'll keep it here, though. You know, I was going back to that layup thing. When you go back and watch Michael Jordan and some of the great moves that he made, the arms up over the air, the weehaws, whatever, so many times he would get right to the basket and just lay it off the back glass and in. So the shot itself was literally a layup. You see other guys like Kobe and even LeBron and people like that, when they get down low, they just lay it up off the glass. You see a lot of younger kids trying to learn the game, and what they see is all the uh, you know excitement and all the great plays so they are trying to spin through the air and finger roll and things like that. And you see so many missed shots when, you know, a lot of times if they just laid up off the back glass, it would go down. I always tell the kids that I talk to, it doesn't matter what it looks like. As long as it goes in, it still counts. That's right. They don't ask how. They ask how many. <laughs> and speaking of how many, 10 is the how many turnovers right now for Lesterville. They turn it over after the inbound. Backcourt violation. South Iron will get it back leading by 30. Ty Harlow on the inbound. Game one of the Thanksgiving tournament and its 97th installment here in Arcadia Valley. To the far corner, that's Ty Harlow. Ooh, pump fake, and then he passes, dishes it off straight on three from Sawyer. Huff wouldn't go, but an offensive rebound, Brady Crum. We fight for it on the floor, and they go turnover on South Iron after it was collected by Hunter Huff. Well, you know what? That was an actually the second turnover of this half for South Iron. That shows you how tight they're playing right now. On the near side, it's... Lesterville at the right wing. Oh, man. That was Carter St. Jim who thought he had a wide open man, but instead it was Marquise Burst who goes coast to coast and lays it in. 19 for Burst, and there's still four and a half to play in quarter number two. With it on perimeter, Isaiah Toomey. Pass knocked away by Sawyer Huff, but he steps out of bounds, so the turnovers cancel out. And it'll stay Isaiah Toomey and Lesterville ball. He'll inbound to Jarrell Jackson between the circles. Jackson eyeing the perimeter. Now we'll hand it off to the near side for Aaron Walker at the right wing. Drive in. Can't hit. He's fouled. Well, Walker says, you know what? I'm just going to take this thing to the boards, see what can happen. And he gets in there, mixes it up just a bit, picks up a foul. This will be number one on uh, Hunter Huff, it looks like. And it's his first. Team second. South Irons match their fouls in the first. That's an air ball. That's not what you want right there if you're Aaron Walker. We talked about that in the Mac game the other night. When you line it up and look at that and you let it go and it doesn't hit anything, and now you've got a lane violation on number two. Yeah, so the second free throw also wasn't good. Won't even count. Well, we heard McMurray talking about the fact his team started out slow against Meadow Heights uh, and then came back into this game. But uh, I don't think they're going to get back into this game like that one. Now they trail 32. Here's a nice feed from Marquise Burst down low for Hunter Huff, who lays it in with the left hand. This South Iron Panthers team is not a team you can start slow against and ha- even have a dream of coming back. It's 40-6 to six currently. Lesterville's got it at the right wing and bouncing it off of a leg and out of bounds. It was... 
Cole Hasey, so it'll stay with Lesterville and inbounding just in front of us, Terrell Jackson. And that's because they don't usually make a whole lot of mistakes. Only three turnovers. One of those kind of a chintzy one there, but uh, they just keep the they keep pounding the ball and they keep hitting their shots. It's hard to get them to uh, go on a streak of not scoring for a while. Aaron Walker between the circles hands it off to Isaiah Toomey, pushed it in, and Walker's got it back up top. Walker a crossover dribble, but Marquise Burst stole it and is pushed by Aaron Walker. That is not a good foul to take. And that's one of those that his head coach and Jason McMurray is not going to like. He's going to set him down, too, as Orion Grossman, or Grossman comes in. That's the second on Aaron Walker. Had Marquise Burst fallen, we get a late substitution. Too many men on the, too many men on the court, that's a two-minute penalty. Bench yeah. minor. <laughs> Walker was late getting to the bench. Had Burst fallen, Glenn, I, I would not have been surprised if they called the flagrant. Yeah. Burst has it, got it to Ty Harlow. Circling the wagon, got it to the foul line. That's a good pass for Huff, who takes it to the left elbow. Check that right elbow, couldn't hit, but got his own rebound. Now spin around, put back shot, no. Offensive rebound again, Huff couldn't get it. And this time it's brought off the glass by Lesterville and Orion Gozman. Orion Gozman across the timeline. He'll set up the action for Lesterville. They haven't had many offensive trips that have gotten inside the arc. Let's see if they can get something interior feed. Jarrell Jackson's going to have to get out of the paint nearly three seconds in the lane as Toomey get it to Jackson, but he throws it away and out of bounds. We talked to, and I'm trying to think, I think it was a girls coach last year, and it may be a, a simile from West County that said this, talked about the idea of taking the ball into the corner when you bring it up the floor. And he said, you know, one of the things he drove him nuts at that point, and again, I don't know that it was Bobby Simile, but one of those coaches said, you get it in the corner, and they trap you, and you are in trouble already. So he was trying to tell his kids all night long, quit taking it to the corner or up in the upper corner of the offensive side of the uh, the timeline. And now we got a little uh, discrepancy over here at the uh, scoreboard for a second. But, uh, you know, basically don't get yourself and dribble yourself into a corner where you have to make a pass like that, which goes out of bounds, and creates your 14th turnover. All the officials are going to talk it over with the official scorer. Not sure what the discrepancy would be here. The score is 40-6 to six with 2.57 to go in the second quarter. It was the official on the near side on the baseline that was talking to Dusty Dinkins, then walks to the table. I wonder if Dusty had asked if the score is incorrect. The only thing I could think is that he doesn't think his team has six. Or rather, doesn't think his team has 40. Maybe a. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna get a technical foul. Yeah. It it's gonna go against South Iron. What if it's a substitution problem? Like you know somebody in the game that they don't have a record of. Uh, well, that's what I'm thinking. What yeah. if it was Hayden Hunter? He's listed as number eleven, maybe on the book or something. The the roster I was sent said number eleven. So two free throws for Carter St. Jim. He's gonna hit on the first. These are technical free throws. Would that tech go on Dusty Dinkins? He doesn't seem too upset about it. I mean, obviously, it's 40 to 8, and that's part of it. But it's got to be Hunter Huff over there. Or I beg your pardon, Hayden Hunter, not Hunter Huff. Sitting with Dinkins, Coach Dinkins, and they're just laughing. It'll also be Lesterville possession. Now he comes down here, and he kept putting his hand on Huff's shoulder like it was something going on there. 
And Lesterville will immediately give it right back to South Iron. That's 15 turnovers. Still 2.52 to go in the second quarter. That was interesting. I'm not sure. It'd be interesting to hear what uh, Dustin Dinkins would have to say about that, whether it was a player in a different number or something. Well, it, it certainly involved the scorekeeper, and that's usually what's going on is something with a number or a player that's not on the roster or didn't get in the, uh, the scorekeeper's book. Harlow, an interior feed. That was a wild baby floater by Wyatt Funk, and it falls. The 6-1 sophomore in the books it makes it 42-8, to and South Iron nearly forced another turnover, but it's out last touch by Funk, who comes all the way back from the baseline on the far side to about five feet away from the baseline on the near side to break up that pass. Yeah, Wyatt Funk threw that ball up with the right hand like he was trying to make a almost a hook shot, and he was in the wrong spot, but it still went down. And the other end tries to take the ball back away. Lesterville got it on the left wing. That's Gosman. Check that, Gosman. He'll be met by South Iron. And forced again out on perimeter. Two minutes left in the first half. Gosman gets it to Isaiah Toomey. Toomey, kick out. St. Jim wants a three. That one's too strong. And the rebound offensively. Wow, is that the first offensive rebound? Brady Crumb, but it's quickly stolen by South Iron. Check that it was Cole Hasty, And now the other way, Ty Harlow going to assist Sawyer Huff's layup. Huff's got 12, 44 to 8. A minute 40 to go in half number one. Outside, Toomey got it. Ooh, made a man miss. Got it to the far side for St. Jim. It's stolen again by... South Iron and Sawyer Huff. Coast to coast. Huff can't finish. Offensive rebound put back. Wow. Well, this may be the guy that we're looking for right here. <laughs> Gage Daggett with Gage. the points. Makes it 46 to 8. Daggett wearing number 10 instead of the 42 that was in the roster sent to us. What can you do about it? Lesterville's got it on perimeter. Isaiah Toomey, they trail 46-8. Darrell Jackson to the cup. That one's too strong, and there's Daggett with the rebound, the 6-1 sophomore. He'll outlet for Sawyer Huff, who gets it on the left wing, now drives in. Ooh, goes reverse and then lays it in. He could have dunked that one with how high his hand was over the cup, but he just dropped it in. I think a couple of times down the floor, he's tried to take it to the basket and get up for the dunk, but he was just a little too far away from the basket because of the defense. Gozman wants a tray from the right wing. Wouldn't fall an offensive rebound for Jarrell Jackson. Then it's loose after the steal. And pulling it away was Wyatt Funk. Now Ty Harlow to the foul line on the far side of the floor. His shot wouldn't go. That one was just short. It's rebounded by Cole Hasty. He'll outlet for Orion Gozman. Now for Jarrell Jackson. To Toomey, far side at the wing. Interior feed for St. Jim. And as they try to get it back to Toomey, it was knocked away in a foul against Will Malone, his second and the team's fourth. Yeah, Will was just a second too late on trying to get in there and knock that pass down and instead ran into the uh, the offensive player, and that'll give the uh, Lesterville Bearcats the ball out of bounds. Nine seconds to go before halftime. Jarrell Jackson collects that inbound nearly across the timeline, got it to the near side, five seconds in the half. With it, Toomey. He'll dribble through the lane, be met by a couple of players, and the defense will force him to walk and turn it over, and South Iron will get last possession with a, uh, 1.7 seconds. Inbound to Burst. He'll unload from half court. That one's just off to the right. We've played a half. It's a 40-point lead for the Panthers out of Annapolis, Missouri. South Iron leading Lesterville 48-8 to at recess. 
The faculty, staff, and student body of the Arcadia Valley School District would like to wish all of the teams good luck in this year's Arcadia Valley Thanksgiving Tournament. The Arcadia Valley Thanksgiving Tournament is built on tradition, pride, and excellence. Practice good sportsmanship and have fun making memories to last a lifetime. Best of luck to all the teams from all of the Arcadia Valley R2 School District. Go Tigers! As a rural hospital, we believe that caring for you and your family is far more than offering quality health care and state-of-the-art services. Our commitment to your health is built upon the foundation of neighbors helping neighbors and instilling confidence so you can trust that compassionate care provided by people who are dedicated to you in this community is always near. Now that's something we can all believe in. Madison Medical Center in Fredericktown, serving our community for over 60 years. For the absolute best in automotive restoration and collision repair services in Washington and surrounding counties, call American Metal Collision and Restoration. From hail damage to fender benders to full collision work and frame repair, American Metal Collision and Restoration has you covered. Give them a call today at 573-436-1734 or check them out online at AmericanMetalCollisionAndRestoration.com. American Metal Collision and Restoration, located on Business Park Drive off Highway O in Mineral Point. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro System. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle, while the XL lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Fisher Furniture in Ironton today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro System works. Fisher Furniture, Highway 21 in Ironton. Farmington Building Supply on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington is there to help with everything you need for your next project. Rick and his team are knowledgeable and experienced and are there to help, whether you're a professional contractor or the do-it-yourselfer. Farmington Building Supply, locally owned since 1958, offers you their number one priority, service. Find all the supplies you're looking for along with information and experience you need to finish your project from start to finish at Farmington Building Supply on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. Pettis Ford Fredericktown is your everything Ford dealership. From new to pre-owned, the staff at Pettis Ford Fredericktown can get you on the road in the right vehicle at the right price. Visit Pettis Ford Fredericktown online at PettisAuto.com. Find your dream home today at Gifford Homes in Farmington. As the leading manufacturer home dealer in Southeast Missouri, Gifford Homes has three different brands to choose from, including Sunshine Homes, Champion, and Prime. Gifford Homes specializes in helping families like you find the home of their dreams. Visit Gifford Homes today, located at the junction of Highways H and 67, about three miles south of the city limits of Farmington, or call 573-760-0011. Gifford Homes in Farmington, your home buying specialists. Welcome to the Midwest Sports Center Halftime Report. Midwest Sports Center of Farmington is your premier dealership for power sports in Farmington, Missouri. Visit them for your next great adventure. On the road, off the road, or in the water, Midwest Sports Center is your ultimate outdoor toy store. On Walker Drive in Farmington, the Midwest Sports Center Halftime Report on AM 1240 KFMO. Well, at half, we've played 16 minutes, and the one seed... 
leading the eight seed by 40. It's 48 to eight, South Iron leads Lesterville. Let's get into the scoring numbers individually and the team numbers. We'll start individually, and Marquise Burst leads the South Iron Panthers with 19 points. Sawyer Huff's got 14. Ty Harlow's got nine, then two each. Hunter Huff and Wyatt Funk. For Lesterville, they are led by Cole Hasty with four points, two from Carter St. Jim and two from Tyson Boyer. That's all the scoring for both sides. Glenn Berry's got the team particulars. Well, when you look at stats, sometimes they don't tell the story at all. These stats do tell the story at first and then get a little confusing later, but you'll see why they're not so confusing. First of all, for Lesterville, they are shooting 50% from the field. That's the good news. The bad news is they've only got four shots off from the field. Everything else coming from the three-point arc, and it's not been very good. Two out of four from the field, that's 50%. 0 for 7 from three-point land. And uh, the uh, 0 for 7 from uh, the three-point land, 0% from three. They are 4 of 6 from the free throw line, 67%. That's not too bad. 11 rebounds and 18 turnovers. That is not good at all. When you look at the uh, Dusty Dinkins-led uh, South Iron Panthers, 13 of 17 for 76%, 6 of 13 for 46%, 4 of 6 from free throws, that is 67%. So they're right there, right there with them, I guess you could say, but uh, a lot of difference in every other area. 12 rebounds, 3 turnovers, and 4 points off the bench. No bench scoring whatsoever going for the Lesterville Bearcats. It is 48-8 at half. Those halftime stats brought to you by Sam Sism Ford and Lincoln, home of the lifetime warranty. Save big at Sam Sism Ford. Shop for your next car, truck, or SUV. Go online at SismFord.com or call 431-3177. We'll take a break. Come back with more right after this. Ready, Rudolph? Ready, Santa? Okay, Rudolph, full power. As your go-to power sports dealership in Farmington, Festus, and Poplar Bluff, Midwest Sports Center would like to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Fall is here, and Impressive Farm and Home in Ironton is ready to make it the best one yet. Explore the latest inventory with landscaping and hardware materials to suit your needs. Blue Rhino propane tanks are also available for your convenience. Open weekdays, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. and 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. on the weekends. Visit 476 South Main in Ironton and make this fall truly impressive with Impressive Farm and Home. Impressive Farm and Home will soon have lumber and building materials, too. Second half, about four minutes away, 48-8 to eight South Iron leads. And we'll take a look at some of the out-of-town scoreboard action happening today. Not a whole lot on the out-of-town scoreboard, but in fact, outside of Arcadia Valley, there's Perryville at Kingston, and St. Paul traveled all the way to St. Mary's. They're playing currently. Girls basketball, Farmington is at Sykeston, St. Paul at Oak Ridge, and Meadow Heights on the girls' side, playing Valley Caledonia. That's all on the out-of-town scoreboard check, courtesy of Mineral Area Overhead Door at 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington, providing over 40 years of great service to their customers. Visit them at mineralareadoor.com. And also, stay tuned after this broadcast, or after this game even, as we hand out three free pizzas after the broadcast, one for this game, one for the next, and one for the nightcap. But one player out of today is getting some free pizza courtesy of Little Caesars with locations in Farmington and Deloge. Little Caesars also has lunch at a price you can afford. Get two slices of pizza and a 20-ounce drink for $4.50, or you can get a deep-dish pizza, a four-slice deep-dish pizza for 
5.50. That also gets a 20-ounce drink. That's available daily from 10.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. lunchtime at Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, the Little Caesars Pizza Pizza player of the game. Glenn Berry, where do you think uh, the teams stand here at halftime? Well, obviously it's a uh, kind of a, you know, get back up on your feet kind of year for the Listerville Bearcats. Last year, 3-20. and 20. They did not have a great year. They did, uh, I think, toward the end of the year. And a little bit last year around this tournament time, played a little bit better. Got a new coach in this year, Jason McMurray. He's trying to get these guys to uh, learn the South Iron way, so to speak. And that's going to take some time. So I think they've got to look up at the scoreboard, just forget about it, and try to run what they can do and get themselves, you know, a little bit more continuity. Maybe get that second-half effort like they got when it was uh, they played Meadow Heights and just try to make the score respectable if they can. South Iron on the other side, they already look like they're in top form, and this is game number one from them. I mean, then again, you got Marquise uh, Burst. It's kind of hard not to look in top form when you got a guy like that, and then you add Ty Harlow to the mix. It's just, uh, it looks like they're going to be another force to be reckoned with. Absolutely. It is crazy how far ahead South Iron can look above the comp- a competition this early on in the season. Like, this is game one for them, and they're already looking like they're a team that can contend for another state title. Yeah, they've already got, it's like their offense is in, in sync already. I mean, uh, you don't usually see that even from the great teams when they start the season. You kind of see a little bit of, oh, uh, he threw a pass here, and that guy wasn't ready for it, or he moved around this way, and they kind of got out of position, that kind of stuff. We're not seeing a lot of mistakes right now from South Iron. Uh, they are just getting out there and running the offense like they've been doing it all year. They're one of those teams, too, that has nearly a full extra bench with it, too, where they can sub in five fresh players in case the time comes. That'll wrap things up on the Midwest Sports Center halftime report. When we come back, it'll be the second half, the third quarter, 48-8. to South Iron leads on KFMO and KFMO Sports Plus. Hi, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. Get just the right protection at just the right price, and save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears, it'll be just right. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Contact Ronnie Gibbs, agent, at 573-546-7101 today. Embrace this holiday season with Fireplace and Outdoor Living Supply by Victorian Sales. Visit one of our two locations, Farmington or Fenton, and let us help you with all your holiday shopping needs. We want to express our gratitude to our valued customers and look forward to servicing you in 2024. Happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas to all from Fireplace and Outdoor Living Supply by Victorian Sales. Farmington and Fenton. Well, to add insult to injury, South Iron gets the opening possession here in quarter number three. Ty Harlow's got it between the circles. Now to the near side for, that was Burst at the right wing. Kick out, Ty Harlow. Burst wants it straight on three, right on the arc. That's off the glass and to the left. Wouldn't fall. Rebound collected by Lesterville, and that's Cole Hasty. He'll outlet for Jarrell Jackson. Three from the right wing on the opposite end. Toomey couldn't get it. And the rebound going to be, ooh, tap back in. What a play by Cole Hasty to dive into the seats. We fight for it on the floor. The two number 12s come together. We go held ball, and the arrow favors Lesterville. Well, I think one thing about Cole Hasty is he came to play ball here tonight. Of course, he has uh, the majority of the points, four of the eight points for the uh, Lesterville Bearcats, but he's here to play ball tonight, and maybe he can uh, work his senior year into a few uh, big wins. 
Jarrell Jackson's got it right wing. Now they get it back to Aaron Walker playing with two fouls. Back to Jackson at the left wing now. Give and go to Jackson. Oh, and Burst swats it away, and it goes out of bounds off Burst. That's that's a dangerous swing. Usually they're going to call that, especially with the veracity that Burst swung his arm to deny that shot. You oftentimes see a whistle just because of the arm action. There's a steal now by Burst and another turnover, turnover rather by Lesterville. Burst to the cup. He's fouled. The shot goes. He's at 21, the end one coming. Yeah, and you're right back on the other end where he uh, swung that arm around. That's usually a foul, but I think that time the big problem was Jarrell Jackson came running in, and as he went up to uh, uh, to make that shot, he was already into the body of Burst, and I think Burst just swung the arm to get the ball down. And one good for Burst. He's at 22. That foul was on Tyson Boyer, his fourth, and the first for Lesterville in quarter number three. Tyson Boyer now playing with four personal fouls. We'll take it out of the backcourt. Got it to Jackson. Head of the arc now for Toomey. To the uh, right corner, rather. That was Boyer. Bounce pass down low for Jackson. Tried to get it into the left corner and did for Gosman. Now down low, that jump shot. Did it go, Glenn? I couldn't. Nope. I didn't think it did. The official almost signaled like it did. It is a foul on South Iron. It's going to go against Will Malone. That'll be his third. You got, you're looking at the other end of the floor, and I think we're going to have a substitution for Lesterville. They're going to bring in Nick Welch, the 5'7 freshman. First free throw, no good. Shooting two at the line on the far side, it's Aaron Walker. He's 0 for 2 on his earlier trip today. Second one. That one will fall in. Walker is 1 for 4 from the perimeter. Bursts. All alone in the left corner. Got it to Harlow as he waited for his team. Gets it back. He'll unload from that corner. Can't hit. Ooh, Huff skying for the rebound, but he just missed it. Undercut it, and it goes out of bounds. Last touched by South Iron. That's the first time that he's missed a three here tonight as he uh, launched that one up. He's uh, hit on everything he's hit from the three-point arc. Hasn't hit one from just the regular field yet, but uh, he missed that one to start out the second half. It'll be South Iron to defend now. A Lusterville attack. Got it to the left side at the wing. Jarrell Jackson into the corner on the left side for Aaron Walker. Hands it off for Ashton Skaggs, who's in out of the near side. You just called it Nick Welch. He's got it between the circles. Nearly had it stripped by Burst. Now he gets it to Jarrell Jackson. Pushing to the lane. Went Eurostep. Wild shot wouldn't fall. He's lucky he wasn't calling for a travel. And Hunter Huff comes away with the rebound. Huff, that's Sawyer. The other way. Spin move can't hit. Hunter Huff with the rebound. Put back no, but he's fouled. And... Hunter Huff will go to the line to shoot two. Well, that's what you like to see, Hunter Huff bringing the rebound down and then getting another rebound at this end and getting another opportunity for South Iron. That's why they're so good. They've got hustle on both ends of the court. Shooting two, it is Hunter Huff. First one, short. The foul is the first on Cole Hasty. Team's second. And Hasty coming out as Isaiah Toomey comes back in, as does Carter St. Jim. Second for Huff. No good as well. We're going to redo it because Lesterville is called on a lane violation. Well, that's going to be on number 24, Aaron Walker. And earlier tonight, he had a lane violation of his own while shooting a free throw. Second one wouldn't go, and now he collects the rebound. So ball doesn't lie. We play on. <laughs> Isaiah Toomey out of the backcourt, setting up the offense. Got away with the walk to the near side. He goes with it to Carter St. Jim at the wing. Now into the corner, St. Jim double teamed, and it's poked away by Sawyer Huff. Hunter Huff gets it away, feeds Burst outlet on the 
quick transition, and Burst lays it in. He's got 24. Two turnovers in the second half now for uh, the uh, Lesterville Bearcats. 20 total in the game. We will have running clock in the fourth quarter. Five and a half to go in quarter number three. Carter St. Jimmy's got it on the near side. St. Jim, rather. Handoff for Isaiah Toomey now between the circles. Taking it to the right elbow. Kick out up top. Ashton Skaggs. His pass or shot, rather, was knocked away by Ty Harlow. It's going to be another steal. Harlow trying to go coast to coast. Looks in. Kick out burst in the right wing. Now up top for Sawyer Huff. He'll circle the wagon. Get it to Harlow at the left wing. Harlow looking inside. He was wide open from perimeter. Sawyer Huff gets it on the near side for Marquise Burst. Quick feed far side Harlow. Trying to swing pass inside for... Hunter Huff, and he couldn't hit on the shot. It's brought down by Carter St. Jim. St. Jim, the other direction. Now for Isaiah Toomey. Into the corner. Pump fake Nick Welch. Now he'll unload. That one's short, and Hunter Huff's got a rebound. Four and a half to play, quarter number three, and a timeout called by Dusty Dinkins. It's a 30. We'll keep this one here. 4.37 to go, 53-9. to nine. South Irons just allowed one point in this quarter. It was a free throw that was made by Aaron Walker. Well, Dusty Dinkins is calling a timeout. We talked about this team already looks like offensively they're into that uh, mode. They're, they've scored a few points here in this second half, but they've been a little bit more scatterbrained, and they're getting beat on the boards a couple of times down here. And I think Dusty just wants to call timeout and say, okay, here's what we need to straighten up. Here's not what we need to start doing again and uh, get them back into that motion. Even the best teams get out of sync once in a while, and this South Iron team a little out of sync right now. Well, absolutely. I mean, a game like this, you're going to take the win, but you're going to look at it and think, can we really take anything from it? Because you get to a point where the players are just, not that they're trying to showboat, because they're not, but they're, they're just going through the motions at this point. Like, 53-9, to nine, you, don't, you could just turn over every position, possession, and you're going to end up winning. There's not much time left for Lesterville. Sawyer Huff going to slam it home. That's what the doctor ordered. 16 for him. It's 55 to 9. He's been wanting to do that all night, and I think he's had a couple of opportunities but found himself just a little too far away from the bucket as they turn it over back the other way. Will Malone steals. Outlet for Burst. He'll put it off glass and good. 26 for Burst. Huff's got that last step that is just really amazing. We saw that in the Mac game the other night. Tyson Boyer pushing in. It's stolen. Back to Huff. He'll lay it in with the left hand. Sawyer Huff's got 18. More and more and more turnovers. That is now four in the second half and a grand total of 22 on the game. It's a full stoppage called by Lesterville. We'll step aside with them. 59-9 on KFMO Sports Plus. South Iron, the top seed, leading the eight-seed Lesterville at the Thanksgiving tournament. Hi folks, John Robinson, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's finally here, the Black Friday sales event, the biggest sales event of the year. We have trucks over $10,000 off, Jeeps that are up to 15% off, you name it, everything's on sale. Big savings, good selection of vehicles. What you need to do is come in today, take a test drive, we'll take it from there. Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. 
Fall is here, and Impressive Farm and Home in Ironton is ready to make it the best one yet. Explore the latest inventory with landscaping and hardware materials to suit your needs. Blue Rhino propane tanks are also available for your convenience. Open weekdays, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. and 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. on the weekends. Visit 476 South Main in Ironton and make this fall truly impressive with Impressive Farm and Home. Impressive Farm and Home will soon have lumber and building materials, too. 59-9, we're in the third quarter, 3.49 to go out of the stoppage. Lesterville trailing South Iron, the one seed leads the eight. South Iron allowed four points in the first, four in the second, and so far just one here in quarter number three. Lesterville will inbound. Isaiah Toomey to the backcourt, throws it into Tyson Boyer playing with four fouls, heads up in the seats. Ty Harlow knocked that pass away, great defense. And luckily enough, about three rows deep, there was a guy paying attention. A couple of people on their phones not even looking. The ball was coming right for them. That's one of the bad things about being on your phone at a basketball game like this or a baseball game. You yes. Keep your heads up all the time because you never know when that ball is coming toward you. Boyer's got it ahead of the arc. He'll get it into the right corner now for Walker, but it's stolen as the pass was trying to go to St. Jim. Out of the backcourt, and that's Hayden Hunter. He'll lose it out of bounds, and it'll be Lesterville ball. As Jarrell Jackson checks in for the Bearcats. And we were updated by the official before halftime that that technical was on Hayden Hunter in the second for wearing an incorrect jersey number. They must have had the same number we had. Yes. Lesterville's got it. Tyson Boyer to the right wing for Carter St. Jim. He'll get it back to Tyson Boyer. 3.08 to go, quarter number three. Boyer head of the arc, tried to get it to Jarrell Jackson on the far side, but he couldn't handle the hot potato, and it's a turnover. Years ago, I uh, kept book one night for a game at North County, and the coach brought over the starting lineups, and we put them in the uh, the the North County book, oh. not the actual you know scorebook. And uh, it turns out at the end of the game, they needed to substitute a few players that weren't in the book. <laughs> and everybody thought it was my fault. I was getting people staring me down. I'm like, coach didn't give them to me. Here's a turnover by Marquise Burse as he's trying to get it to Brady Crum. Lesterville will come out of the backcourt. The Bearcats through the lane. We get a late whistle and a foul on South Iron. It's going against Hayden Hunter. His first, or Check that second. And the team's first of quarter number three. 2.36 to go in the third. It's 59-9. Panthers leading. Outscoring Bearcats 11-1 in this quarter. Sorry, Glenn. Caden Sylvie's checking into the ball game, and I believe also we got a few others uh, going to check in here for South Islanders. They start to empty the bench. On the right wing, it's Carter St. Jim. Lob pass to the paint. It's knocked away up front by South Iron. It'll stay with the Bearcats. They'll inbound left of the lane. Bounce pass. Oh, all alone. Tyson Boyer dared to take the three. It's a deep two, and it goes. Deep two. Toes were on the line for Boyer. He's got four. 59-11, out of the backcourt, Sawyer Huff. He'll lob from the foul line and hit. Boy, you know, when you can get up like that, when you can basically turn your body square up in the air and you're still above everybody else, you're going to hit a heck of a lot of shots like that. Lesterville on perimeter, St. Jim at the left wing. Hands it off for Jarrell Jackson. Pushing with the, wow, okay, righty floater from the elbow. It falls. That was a flat-footed floater, sort of a let me throw it up and see what happens. And it fell. Huff's got it. 
to the left wing for Sylvie. Back up top, Sawyerhoff to the near side, Hayden Hunter. He wants a three. That one wouldn't fall. And the rebound, a defensive one for Ashton Skaggs, and a foul coming against, I believe, South Irons' Hunter Huff. Yeah, it'll be Hunter Huff, his second, and the team's second. 96 seconds to go in quarter number three. We talked about this with Mac the other night. The fact that they play a very intense, up-tempo game, both ends of the floor, but they don't foul a lot. And you look at South Iron, they're doing the same thing. They're coming out here playing a lot of hard defense, pressing that ball all the time, and you don't see too many fouls at all. Interior feed for Lesterville, but it's stolen. It was deflected by Hayden Hunter and taken out of the backcourt by Sawyer Huff. Huff will get it back and get it to Hunter on the near wing. He'll drive baseline, kick it back out, and turn it over as Brady Crum was unsuspecting that bullet pass to him from about five feet away. Well, they've already equaled their turnover total from the first half, which is three, a total of six on the game. On the other side, Lesterville doesn't want me to tell, so I won't. A minute 15 to go in the third quarter. Jackson drives in and a foul called against Hayden Hunter. That'll be his third and the team's third. Checking back into the game, Wyatt Funk. He's got two points. That came in the first half. The inbound will be in front of the scorer's table for Lesterville. It'll be Isaiah Toomey to put it in. Gets to Nick Welch. Welch between the circles. Bounce pass to Toomey at the right wing. Toomey resetting the offense. Picks up his dribble. Lobbed to Jarrell Jackson. Try to feed it back up top for Toomey, but it's knocked away by South Iron and out of bounds on the baseline. So Jackson will inbound left of the cup. Inbound finds Welch. Up top. Spin move, what a play to me. His lob wouldn't fall. It's rebounded by Caden Sylvie after it was knocked away. Outlet all alone. That was Hayden Hunter, and his layup just missed everything. In fact, it was more of a toss to yourself. Here's a uh, layup at the other end for Toomey that doesn't go. He gets his own rebound and a foul. I think what he was thinking was is that Huff was right behind him, and Sawyer Huff was behind him, but not close enough for that little uh, throw it up in the air, let me catch it and slam it home kind of a thing. So it looks like a really bad layup. Foul goes against Wyatt Funk, his second. Two free throws at the other end. Isaiah Toomey hits his first. That's four fouls now for South Iron in this quarter. One more, and that puts Lesterville in the bonus. Second free throw. It's good. That's two points in the game for Isaiah Toomey. Corner on the left side. Sylvie bounce pass. Huff gets it back. And get a whistle. Clock was not rolling. So South Iron will inbound. Now the clock ticks under 40 seconds left in the quarter. Sawyer Huff, a couple of head fakes. Dish down pass. Kick out. That's Daggett for three from the left corner. Couldn't get it. Check that right corner. And South Iron will turn it over after Caden Sylvie went and got it in the left corner that time. That's only four turnovers. Sylvie went after it. He just couldn't quite get it away from anybody else, and it ticked off of him out of bounds. NCAA shot clock left to go in the third quarter. As Nick Welch comes out of the backcourt to set the offense up, trying to evade the pressure from Caden Sylvie and can't, and he instead he passes to Toomey, who gets it down to Jarrell Jackson. He puts it off a foot and out of bounds, and Jackson will inbound left of the lane. 61-15, South Iron, 15.5 to go. And quarter number three. Toomey's inbound was knocked away by Wyatt Funk and back out. We'll redo it. Nothing ticked off the clock. 
High lob and the inbound finds Jarrell Jackson. Game clock down to 13 seconds in the third. At the right wing, that's Toomey. Game clock down to seven. To Jarrell Jackson at the left wing. Game clock down to five. Game clock down to four. Got it into the corner for Skaggs. Jarrell Jackson unloads from deep at the buzzer and it is off the iron and glassing out. And we've played three full. 61-15, South Iron, eight minutes away from moving on to the semifinal as they defend their Arcadia Valley Thanksgiving Tournament Championship. Now have won it five years straight, trying to go for six, but they got to get to the semifinals first. And they got eight minutes before their date Wednesday in the semifinal. We'll take a break, come back with more in the fourth quarter on KFMO. Looking for reliable accounting and tax services? Look no further than Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. For top-notch financial solutions, call 573-546-3104 or visit kitchellaccounting.com for more info. Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service, your trusted partner in financial success. Do you struggle with removing pet hair from clothes? Now, Maytag offers a complete laundry solution engineered for homes with pets. The Pet Pro option lifts and captures pet hair from clothes in both the washer and the dryer. Shop Maytag Top Load Laundry today at Fisher Furniture in Ironton and conquer pet hair like a pro. Fisher Furniture, Highway 21 in Ironton. South Iron gets first possession in quarter number four. It'll be running clock once the ball is inbounded. It's 61-15. The lead favors the Panthers out of Annapolis. Arcadia Valley Thanksgiving Tournament in its 97th installment. Quarterfinal number one of three tonight. There's also one tomorrow. It'll be Clearwater and Fredericktown tomorrow. South Iron inbounds to Gage Daggett. He'll get it back to Hayden Hunter controlling the offense on this trip. Now to Brady Crumb, back to Hayden Hunter. We get a whistle and a foul going against Lesterville, I believe. And that's five on Tyson Boyer. He's done. Yeah, Boyer went after the pass and thought he had it cleanly, but the official said, no, you were behind the guy. You grabbed him as the uh, pass came inside. He was just about a second too late, and that uh, kind of stinks if you're Boyer, who's been sitting on the bench most of the third quarter. He plays maybe, what, eight seconds, and he's done. Inbound, South Iron's got it on perimeter. They swing it on perimeter. Pass to the near side was knocked away, and now they get it to Wyatt Funk. He'll unload from perimeter on the left wing. Can't get it. Check that right corner. Now we'll get it back after the offensive rebound by Will Malone. Back to the right side at the wing for Funk. A wing-to-wing pass to Daggett. Into the left corner this time for Brady Crum, and back up top. Will Malone kick out Daggett. Wants a three for the right corner. That's short. Offensive rebound. Put back. What a play. Will Malone. 63-15. 63-15. Lesterville now with an offensive trip. Jackson's got it at the right wing, back up top. Now for Toomey, fed down low. That was Cole Hasty. Back up top for Toomey, driving towards the baseline. Dumped down feed for Walker. He'll drive along the baseline, go for a reverse layup. Can't hit, and he's fouled. He could probably tag it with a couple of South Iron Panthers there. Let's see who they put it on. I think they're going to put it on Will Malone. That'll be his fourth. Will Malone's had a little foul trouble here tonight. One other guy, Hayden Hunter, has had some foul trouble. But as I said before, the South Iron team is not the kind of a team that gets themselves into foul trouble a lot. And with a running clock here in the fourth quarter, it's not going to make any uh, difference anyway. First one for Walker, good. Sixty-three-sixteen. Looking back at that last quarter, only four points scored from the field of the seven 
for the uh, Lesterville Bearcats. Second free throw, no good, but an offensive rebound for Isaiah Toomey. He'll get it to the left side. Checked up the rebound, Ashton Skaggs. Then a shot from Cole Hasty couldn't fall. South Iron's got it. They get it to Austin Dunlop. Back up top for Gage Daggett to the left side this time. That was Jack Henson. Pump fake, kick out three. Wyatt Funk, no good. Offensive rebound, Daggett. Daggett back up top for Brady Cum. Back to the near side, and South Iron's got it again. Up top, Dunlop again to the left corner. That was a turnover by Jack Henson trying to find somebody inside and just threw it right to Lesterville. Lob pass trying to get it to Aaron Walker for Lesterville. It was knocked away. Now a quick outlet collected by Henson. He'll put it high off the glass and in. A turnover leads to a bucket for South Iron with five minutes to go in quarter number four at 65-16. Here's a lob to the near side that was stolen. The other way, Daggett, coast to coast with the Eurostep. He lays it in. Nice little move by Daggett that time, as you said, the Eurostep, but just rising above the defense and giving it the one-handed little finger roll that goes down. Pass knocked away. Last touch by Austin Dunlap. It'll stay with Lesterville. They'll Jason, bring in Carter St. Jim again. Sorry. Jason McMurray has the ball, and he's been holding the ball for the long time. Now he finally calls timeout. But it was almost like he was saying, uh-uh, I'm not giving this ball back for a while. You guys just calm down. Four and a half to go, 67-16. We'll keep this time out here. Arcadia Valley Thanksgiving Tournament and its 97th installment. Glenn, I'll give you a test. Who was the first team to win this tournament? First team to win this tournament. Huh. Huh. Well, you know. 1927. You, you would look at this tournament and think, okay, maybe, maybe just going with the home team, it might have been Arcadia Valley was not. Arcadia Valley did not win their first tournament title here until 1972. Wow. Yes. Outside of that, um, you know, schools... Uh, I beg your pardon, 1932 is Ironton. Yeah, so uh, so many so many different schools around here that have changed and this, that, and the yeah, other. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm going to throw one out there. What, 27? Yep, 1927. Uh, I'm going to say... Um, the Leadwood Purple Pups. I don't no, know. That's a good guess, though. It's it's actually Greenville. Greenville. Yes, okay. They were the first team to win this tournament. I'm looking. To, I was thinking back to the old <laughs> Bonterre School and the old Deloge School and all those schools that weren't consolidated yet. There was Esther and Elvins and everybody else. So, kind of a, a lot to choose from there. Lesterville had it, and it was stolen by Wyatt Funk. Quick outlet feed for Gage Daggett. In the left corner, no look feed inside. Nearly full. His teammate Brady Crum who lays it in. What a pass by Daggett. The 6'4 sophomore crumb makes it 30, uh, 69-16 rather, with 3.41 to go. Pass to nobody. Collected, though, by Ashton Skaggs. He'll hoist from perimeter and hits. That's the first triple made tonight for Lesterville. Almost had one earlier, but he was just inside the line, but that is the first three. South Iron plays catch on perimeter, and at the other end, Wyatt Funk answers with the tray of his own. He's now got five, and it's 72-19 with 3.20 to go in regulation. Out of the backcourt, Nick Welch to the left side for Orion Gozeman. He'll lose it out of bounds, but is there a foul call? I don't think there is. It was last touched by South Iron. St. Jim will inbound. You, you look back at all those different schools, all the like Park Hills or Central, I guess you could call it. Central Park Hills was three schools. Yeah. North County was two. Arcadia Valley, and it was Ironton before. Here's a three from the left side. That was good for Hasty. Imagine the amount of broadcast games we'd have to do if there were that many schools. 
Three at the opposite end from the same side. The left corner wouldn't fall for Sylvia, and the rebound's knocked away, but out of bounds, last touch by South Iron. I think it'd be more interesting, though. The rivalries would be a whole lot more intense. Oh, yeah. Between that... Deloge, Bonterre, and even Doe Run and Farmington. I think that Bonterre-Deloge rivalry was one of the biggest ones around here. For a while, Bonterre had one of the best basketball programs around here up until about the time they consolidated. And uh, I think those two rivalries were really intense. I used to hear stories all the time when my grandpa was uh, around. He was the first graduating class from North County High School when it be- was became North County. He was in the first class. Rather, Austin Dunlop gets two for South Iron here, make it 74-22. Of the fights, once the schools were combined, here's a three-ball attempt from the right wing on the opposite side of the floor. St. Jim couldn't hit. It's rebounded by... Caden Sylvie, and he's fouled. It'll go against Cole Hasty, his second, the team's second. The clock ticks under a minute, 40 to go in regulation. South Iron going to move on to the semifinal. Lesterfield going to fall to the fifth-place bracket. They'll play on Wednesday at 5, South Iron at 6.30. South Iron will get the winner of tomorrow's broadcast, Clearwater and Fredericktown. Here from the Arcadia Valley Thanksgiving Tournament and its 97th installment. Offensive trip for the Panthers. Three from the right wing, and that's Austin Dunlop. He's good. Well, you talk about those rivalries between Bonterre and Deloge. When I played baseball in the summer. That's a deep three there <laughs> by Orion Gozeman. The deepest three we've, one of the deepest three we've seen tonight. He's in the books. Righty, teardrop floater. That was Matt Jackson that wouldn't fall, but an offensive rebound. Players collide. Look out over there as people come in. And it goes out of bounds. Last touch by South Iron. Ooh, last touch by... Yes, last touch by Lesterville, rather. South Iron thought they were playing defense, and Lesterville thought they were inbounding. Bounce pass on the inbound feed for Matt Jackson. 35 seconds to go, and his interior feed is stolen by Ashton Skaggs. Quick outlet on a high lob. There's a good feed, though, to Orion Gozeman. He rolls his ankle or trips and falls, and it's stolen by South Iron. 26 seconds to go. Panthers across the timeline. Pass knocked away. Diving for it. What a play. Now we wrestle for it. That'll likely do it in the game as the arrow will favor Lesterville and there's under 15 seconds to go. 77-25 will likely be the final, but the Bearcats are going to have final possession. They'll get it with five seconds to go once they inbound. Inbound to Welch. She'll get it to St. Jim, and the clock will tick down to two. St. Jim will unload a three. That'll rattle out, and it's rebounded by Austin Dunlop as the buzzer sounds. 77-25, the final score. South Iron moving on to the semifinals on KFMO and KFMO Sports Plus. We will take a break and get you our first between-game show and hear from head coach of the South Iron Panthers, Dusty Dinkins. That's coming up after this on the Parkland Sports Leader, KFMO Sports Plus. 